All right, guys, before we start on this episode, once again, I've decided to put timestamps up on the screen for you guys. And for our Spotify listeners, they'll be in the description. Just that just to let you guys know when we're discussing certain picks, because we do have multiple special guests on this episode. So if you're here for your team specifically, you can skip to that point in the video and watch our reaction to that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, enjoy the video. All right, guys, welcome back to the TDT podcast. Today, we are doing a full reaction to all 32 picks in the first round of the NFL draft. Very exciting. They were very, there were some big surprises in the draft. Uh, we have four special guests on this episode. We're dividing thir the 32 picks into four segments, um, and we'll have one guest on per segment just to talk about their reactions as well. So, you know, we could have a little bit of diversity. Huge episode. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get straight into it. Our first guest, Emerson Metter. Welcome back on the show. We've had him multiple times, and he will be reacting to picks one through eight to start us off today. So, Emerson is a huge Clemson fan, as we all know by now. And it was pretty obvious. We all knew this was going to happen. Trevor Lawrence got drafted in the first pick of the 2021 draft Damn. to Jacksonville Jaguars. Emerson, I do want to get you on this first before Carter and I go on a rant, if there is a uh, rant to tell. Uh, to me, this is pretty much a no-brainer. Trevor Lawrence is probably the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. It, it, I, I'm surprised it took as much time for them to choose it as it did. So, well, I, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to not completely agree with you on the. Yeah, say, but I was like, well, I would say Johnny Manziel. I mean, but, but he is definitely a very good prospect, yeah. and I will say this: I will agree with you, Emerson. This is a complete no-brainer, bro. Like you, yeah. you yeah. got a picture. Anything else would have just a been shocking, and b just been wrong. Yeah. I had my money on Sarah Fuller, so. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> nope we're gonna have to wait till later in the draft to see if that happens or not yeah mr <laughs> mrs irrelevant actually the draft, is, the draft is over right now so oh it is it ended shoot Damn. wow that was fast all right anyways yeah so um i'd say pretty pretty good pick yeah overall oh, yeah 100 percent. next up the jets zach wilson byu i love zach wilson i, I think like personally I like him a lot more than I think people give him credit for. I think people just wanted the Jets to take Justin Fields, especially yeah. since the Jets later in the draft, they traded and took an O-lineman form, and then in the second round, they took Elijah Moore. Like, they're letting us know this is their guy for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Jets are yeah. scary. I think that Zach Wilson, I, I really like Zach Wilson. I've watched some of his highlights, and I think he's actually a beast. No, I agree. I just, I think that Zach Wilson, like, because, you know, Emerson, you did say that Justin Fields was – people wanted to just take him. But I think that Zach Wilson just fits that offense better. Yeah. I think that the Jets can give him more. He feels more New York to me than Justin Fields does. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and, dude, I, I don't know if you were watching. <laughs> Carter and I were watching the draft together, and these analysis, bro, every single – Bro, they were so annoying. They glitched and said the Jets took Mac Jones. Like, right <laughs> – it glitched, and we were like, what? What? <laughs> only the Jets, only the Jets would do that. The facts this year were so much better than last year. Like, last year, it'd be like, their best friend died when they were 15 years old. I enjoyed that, bro. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't give us way too much information. All right. All right. Moving on, though. Trey Lance, he went to the 49ers, quarterback out of North Dakota State University, I think. I actually like Trey Lance. I think – I love Trey Lance. I think he has the highest ceiling out of any out of any first round quarterback. I think he's mad underrated. People are saying he's like compared to Trevor Lawrence, which I don't agree with. I think Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback in this draft class. I don't know if he's going to be the best quarterback to like to succeed in the NFL, but you know we're going to have to see. But I think Trey Lance is probably the second or third best, probably the third best quarterback in this draft. And I don't think people give him credit for it. I yeah, think I just, he's yeah. really dynamic, and people just. They don't, you know, I don't think he's dynamic. Yeah. I think this was definitely a big smoke show by the 49ers for Mac Jones. Just to see what they could get for their pick. But I, I like that they rolled the dice on Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it I will Jimmy say. On the hot seat. 
like they showed so much interest in the 49ers and for them to just completely abort and go Trey Lance. I mean, I love Trey Lance, so I'm glad he's getting a good opportunity, but I definitely think it was a solid pick. And and I, I'm not sure if it – I think it was a better pick than Mac Jones would have been, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But, uh, moving All on. Right. Moving on. Pitts, Falcons. Well, dude, okay, this is just my personal opinion, but I think that Kyle Pitts is one of the best tight end pros- prospects in a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Is- I think Kyle Pitts is probably one of the top three overall prospects in this draft. Kyle it's Pitts, him. to me, is the second best player in this draft, and I don't even think it's relatively close. It's him and Trevor Lawrence, and I think it there's a bit of a drop-off. Not that I think the other players are bad prospects, but I think those – when we look back, I think those are going to be the two standouts. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I think Kyle Pitts, he just has it all. He's fast, he's Kyle big, Pitts he's strong. Is like Calvin Johnson at tight end. At tight end, yeah. He's huge. You know, he can he's, get the job done. He, he, he runs like a receiver, but like, like if Gronk was fast, I mean, Gronk is fast, but like receiver speed fast, like this is Kyle, that's Kyle Pitts. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. Great, good overall pick. Uh, moving on, Jamar Chase went to the Bengals. He's a wide, he was a wide receiver uh, from LSU. And so a lot of people wanted an offensive lineman to protect Joe Burrow. And while I think that that is a very solid idea, Joe Burrow specifically wants a target. And I think Jamar Chase was – the most perfect option for him because he went to LSU. He's the, you know, he's the same. He, they have chemistry together. And so I really think that with I, people say, people doubt this pick because Jamar, because it's not an offensive lineman, but I think that with Joe Burrow finally having a target, I think it'll work. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, and, I think it's a very, very good pick. And I think it's easier for me, especially with the Bengals to rate first round picks after we see the second round. Cause the Bengals took that really good tackle from, I think he's a tackle from Clemson. So they got a good alignment there. And I think Jamar chase, if it wasn't Jamar chase, I think they probably would have gone offensive lineman just, but just because it's Joe Burrow's receiver from college, I think is why they took him here. Yeah. Carter thoughts. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that Jamar chase, I think he's – I think – I don't think he's the best receiver in the draft. I think he's top three. I don't think he's the best, but I do think if the Bengals were going to draft a receiver, he is the best option. So, I, I, I also agree that they should have gone O-line, but, you know, I think they got the be- the best bang for their buck because he does have that connection with Burrow. So, 100%. overall good pick. But right, uh, the so next pick is yeah. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver from Alabama to the Dolphins. Kind of same thing. We've seen a lot of, like, quarterbacks and receivers going to the same school this draft yeah. and this this is his name because two on Miami and then Jalen Waddle Miami so I think Jalen Waddle is honestly he's he's can rival Tyree Kill in speed he's so fast he's, he's so kind of hurt the season yeah but he he's just so fast and he's big he's not he's bigger than Devontae Smith um but that's really not hard to do but like I, I just think he's really I think he's probably one of the most athletic people in this draft behind Elijah Moore I think he's He's so athletic. I think he's just so good. He doesn't drop the ball either, which is great. Yeah. To me, I think, I think this player. was a bit, I think this was a bit of a dicey pick just because of the injury he had in college. Uh, I think it was the Tennessee game. If I'm mm, that. The hurt Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I think this this to me is very similar with the Jets, where the Dolphins are saying Tua's our guy. We're going to give him everything we can, and if he doesn't succeed, then that's on him. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I like that Tua and him are back together. So, you know, they have that chemistry and they can learn together just like Joe and Jamar. But uh, moving on to pick number seven, Penny Sewell to the Lions. Uh, he's an offensive lineman. Uh, we all have very mixed feelings about this pick. And Especially you and me. <laughs> I think that, well, Carter and I have the exact same opinion. And it's that the Lions didn't, Need an offensive lineman. They Not that they didn't offense. need it. They, they just needed, needed more. No, they needed other positions more. Than exactly. The they needed other positions more. It's the same <laughs> argument that Emerson had with Jamar Chase. They could have taken a really good receiver, a target for Jerry Goff, or even a defensive 
a defensive player, gotten them a really, really star player. While, yes, Penny Sewell is the best tackle in the draft, you couldn't mm-hmm. still get good offensive linemen from the other yeah. That's that that shouldn't be your priority. It's getting the best possible prospect available. I don't think to best fit your like your team. I don't think that the offensive line pick was the best move. I really don't. It's not a horrible pick. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I think there is a better there could have been a better option. Like Devontae Smith, personally. Mm-hmm. My turn. <laughs> yes, your turn. So to hear us go to war. I think, I think it was a bit of a point to where they said they have other needs. But to me, they they have to have somebody there to protect Jared Goff. And I get they have Frank Ragnow, I think is how you pronounce his name, the center who's pretty good. But they needed somebody to protect Jared Goff's blind side so he doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl every game. And I think there's pl- – the reason I think Panay Sewell was the best pick here is because I think there's better receiver depth in the draft later on than there is offensive line. Yeah, but they didn't. The, the offensive line was not their biggest need. It, it was. It was they lost Kenny Galladay. They lost their number one receiver. Like mm-hmm. who else? Who can you name another receiver on the Lions? They just drafted that guy from uh, USC. Uh, I mean, like a current receiver. He, he's. They got him in like the fourth round. No, the correct answer is no. He cannot name one, and so that's the. They needed star power, bro. (laughs) Like they need someone who's a big name who has proven themselves and a first round talent. Panay Sewell is an incredible talent and probably one of the best offensive linemen to come out in the draft in probably a while. I mean, he went very high in the draft, number seven overall. It's not a bad pick. It's just not the best pick. They could have picked someone they needed more. Like a Devonte Smith or a whatever Elijah Moore, you know? Yeah, I agree. If they if they wanted Elijah Moore though, they could have waited. Like I, I think it was smart for the Lions to stick here. I don't think they should have traded back or traded up at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I mean, had a good pick, but like that, like they didn't need to trade up because they had they they had Devonte Smith on the board and they chose Penny Sewell, and then the Eagles took him at ten. So it's not really like. I don't know. It's not like they were going to trade up or trade down. They didn't need to because they had him on the board, but they went with Sewell. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really understand it. It's a good pick. It's just it's not the best pick. Yeah, 100%. All right, All right so going to pick number eight and the final <clears throat> person will be analyzing for us is J.C. Horn. He's a corner to South Carolina. Personally, bro, this guy is so good, and I think, yes, mm-hmm. they could have an offensive weapon, but I really have nothing to say about this pick. I think it was just solid overall. And, you know, it wasn't the best yeah, I, out there, but I definitely think that the Panthers knew what they were doing when they chose him. I think it's probably the best pick they could have made, personally. I think I think Patrick Sertan is a little bit better. I won't lie. But J.C. Horn is – they're arguably, they're, you know, they're kind of identical in their, like, ranking of yeah. corner. They literally went back-to-back. So, you know, they're, they're interchangeable, really. But – To me, I think it probably just came down to more scheme fit for them than – who's better because, like you said, I think they're right there neck and neck. But they probably yeah. just thought J.C. Horn fit their defense a bit better than Patrick Sertan. But yeah. I, well, I think and good. I think they didn't really need offense. I think their offense is stacked. They have D.J. Moore. They I know they got someone else. They have Kishan McCaffrey back. And Sam Darnold, which I think is honestly a good quarterback. I think Sam Darnold gets a bad rap because he was stuck with Adam Gase. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think good pick. All right, so thank you so much for Emerson for coming on to do picks one through eight. But we're moving on to a good friend of mine, Cole Underwood. He is um, – he's a dude, lives on Cedar Mountain. Uh, he runs. That's really all. He's a Broncos fan. And let's just jump into it. So yeah. pick number nine, the Broncos, Cole's team, they took Patrick Sertan. I know. All right, Cole. all right, all right. Let's just start off. And this is going to be the Rams one. This is the Rams <laughs> one. I just want to start off and say how idiotic of a pick. All right. Before this pick, we had four, three good corners, and then one decent one, and then one's like, eh. And then they decide to pick another corner. Now we have five good corners. Like, who the f*** <laughs> needs five corners? There's not enough room on the field for five corners. All right? All right? Yeah. All right, Justin Fields fell down. And picked oh, God, up. not Justin Fields. No, he's like the announcers, Andrew. Justin Justin Fields <laughs> fell down to number nine. And, of course, the Broncos needed QB because, I don't know, 
both Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. You've seen them. No more explanation. (laughs) And then even Mika Parsons would have been the other good one for that pick as well. Because Mika Parsons, we need an inside linebacker. It would fit perfectly with Vic Van Gogh's defense. Like, but no, let's just draft another damn corner. And, you know, I, I, I mean, so looking back, I mean, I guess it wasn't an awful pick just because they have two corners that are on their last year or have a one-year contract because Kyle Fuller signed that has a one-year contract. So looking back, I guess, so looking towards the future, it's still an awful pick in my opinion. But, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, you see, I kind of like it. Sure I like it to where he's, <laughs> I like it to where he's really good. I think he's like like we said earlier. I think he's interchangeable with uh, J.C. Horn or whatever his name is. I think that's his name. Yeah, J.C. Horn. But I I mean you know I think I agree with Cole. They didn't really need it. But I think like Penny Sewell, it's not bad. It's just not the best. What I think what what the what the term is. It's the exact same as the Penny Sewell pick. It's that it wasn't a need, but it wasn't a horrible pickup. Yeah, it was good. Oh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it's like, no, that sucked. <laughs> no, I, like, okay. So even if you traded down with, like, the Cowboys or a few picks down and then grab Mika Parsons still got an extra pick, like, that would have been the most ideal scenario if you're not going to draft Justin Fields or act- someone we actually need. But, no, we, we now have five corners and no quarterback. So, um, <laughs> no, dude, you got Drew Locke. Yeah, man. I mean, no quarterback. Yeah, bro. You got Drew Locke. He's great. <laughs> the worst part was I was watching it, right? And it told, you know, it says your offensive rank for the year and defensive rank. And it said the defensive rank was tied for 20th, which, in my opinion, stats says it's 20th. In my opinion, they were not 20th. They were only 20th because, again, Drew Locke would just chuck a random pass somewhere and it get intercepted in our <laughs> own 50. And then, of course, they would either score a field goal or a touchdown. And then our defense looks like it's trash. When in reality, it's not. It's all the offense's fault. But, you know, let's just keep working on that defense. All right, I'm just going to move on. Otherwise, I'm going to keep ranting on this. Good idea. (laughs) So, next pick is number 10. The Eagles traded up with, I forget who, but they traded up to get Devontae Smith. The Cowboys. Thank you. They traded up to uh, get Devontae Smith from Alabama. I like the pick. Devontae Smith. Arguably the best receiver in the draft. I personally don't think he is. I, don't I think, think so either. He is a little bit undersized, but you know, me and Andrew talked earlier. If he gets like blindsided by TJ Watt, it's over for this man's whole career. He's only like 160 <laughs> pounds. Like, yeah, I he's yeah. he's very talented, but you know, yeah, I don't think so, he's gonna be so that. So I'm good. gonna go on a little tangent here on these last or these next <laughs> three picks because originally, originally it was the Cowboys, Giants. Eagles in that order, or the Cowboys having the 10th pick rather than the 12th. It ended up being Eagles, Bears, Cowboys. I really enjoy like this whole trade flip flop between these rivals of Cowboys and Eagles mm-hmm. um, because the Eagles <clears throat> desperately wanted Devontae Smith, a wide receiver, with the departure of Elishon Jeffrey and um, I forgot the other one, but Deshaun Jackson another... or whatever his name is. Yeah, Deshaun yeah, Jackson. Jackson. That's it. I forgot he existed, but. Um, yeah, and I, I really enjoy this pick um, because they got that receiver, and the Giants were gonna most likely going to pick up Devontae Smith before the Eagles were supposed to in this scenario because yeah. um, the Cowboys don't need a receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys weren't going to pick Devontae Smith. They've already got their fantastic young man of um, C.D. Lamb, Lamb, and then you got, you've got two other great ones, uh, mm-hmm. Gallup and – Amari Cooper. Those yeah. are three good ones, and you don't you don't need to draft Devontae Smith. It'd be just a waste yeah. of a pick if you were to do that. So the and they were gonna draft Mika Parsons. Um that's who the Cowboys wanted, but trading down was definitely the great option here for both um both clubs, even though they're rivals. But for jumping sure. up with the Eagles to grab Devontae Smith fits their scheme well and and, and it gives Jalen Hurts a target too. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Besides Jalen freaking drop the ball Rager. <laughs> yeah. I drafted that dude in fantasy in like the fifth round. Stupid. Yeah. I had a bad fantasy season. Cole knows. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it was not. It wasn't bad. It was disappointing. I went like eight and eight. Like one yeah. week I scored like 150 points, and the next I scored like 60. So I just, I, my team was literally bipolar. 
started anyways <laughs> yeah i started off good um but uh number 11 this one the just yeah, so this one i i really love this I absolutely <laughs> love this. He, see, I'm in the direct opposite of Pinky because I wanted Justin Fields, dude, and yeah, it almost happened. Carter's it almost happened. Right here, bro. Oh my God, Mac! Hey, 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 hey! We'll talk about that in about a few minutes here. Mac Jones, no, no, you shut up and let me speak. Car- Carter, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carter and I were on call during this happening because originally this was supposed to be New York's pick, and so New York mm-hmm. traded. Last second, because because Carter really wanted Justin Fields to go to the Pats. And it so almost happened. It else, almost happened. Nobody else until the Pats pick were going to take a quarterback. The only teams he feared were the New York Giants, which most likely wasn't going to happen, and then the Bears right here. The Vikings. No, and, and the Vikings. Because the Bears were behind us. Mm-hmm. The, Bears were be- the Bears were behind but us. But then, last second, with like two minutes remaining on the clock, on the pick time, a trade happened. The Bears came in, switched with New York, and then took Justin Fields in like a matter of a second. And then Carter was, uh, yeah, he was not. Bro, when I saw the trade, I was like, yes, New England traded. Yes. And then it was like the Bears, and I was like, no! Because <laughs> I knew it was over. I knew it was over. But in all seriousness, Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in the draft. I don't know how he fell this far, but he did. You know? Yeah. And I feel like it's the best draft, too. In this scenario, this was the best thing to happen for Chicago. A hundred percent, yeah. With, uh, with Andy Dalton, I'm sorry, the guy's just not that great. He's, he, he can fill in, but he, he's more of a backup. But, yeah. if you, but this fell perfectly for uh, uh, Chicago, um, and they were, I'm sure, extremely happy with it. Because yeah. um, the Giants no longer had a receiver really to pick that high, um, so going down and picking maybe a little less wide receiver um, with more picks um, while getting while the Bears get Justin Fields was like the perfect trade here. Um, and then obviously, like I said on this three-one, um, the Cowboys got Mika Parsons, which fits perfectly with their scheme as well. Yeah, um, with having such a horrible defense. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, th- th- those three picks were definitely fun to watch, and f- that yeah, made the most exciting part of the draft, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it 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 definitely hurt, but <laughs> Carter was Carter was in. It's life, you know. It gets uh, worse too. <laughs> and then anyways, the Chargers pick was just pretty uh pretty standard. They needed a oh, left you just tackle. Skipped the Cowboys. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> talked about the Cowboys. <laughs> like a sweatsuit. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, we'll do the Cowboys. Make a Parsons linebacker Penn State. Shut up. Make a Parkins linebacker Penn State. Good pick. He's very good. Yeah, no, 100%. They're still going to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Thanks for your yeah. input. Yeah. All right, Chargers. Now um, the Chargers. <laughs> offensive tackle, Rashawn Slater, Northwestern. I don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't really know who he is, but. This is, this is a perfect pick right here for them. This is who they needed. The second and it best offense Justin tackle. Herbert. Exactly. It's a great it, it, personally, it's a great pick for them. Sucks for the Broncos, but a great pick for them. Um they desperately needed a left tackle. <laughs> it sucks for the Broncos. They desperately needed a left tackle and they, they got it with the second best tackle. The it doesn't answer. <laughs> anyway. What do you want? What do you want? Huh? <laughs> no. Nothing. Number 14. <laughs> Elijah Ver Tucker, or should I say, Mac Just wait till we get to pick fifteen, Carter. Just wait. All right. I don't want to go to pick fifteen. Yeah, Carter. All right. All right. Okay. 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 Pick fourteen was a lot of fun for me because we just watched uh, the Eagles jump in front of the Giants in the previous couple picks, and now the Jets decided to trade up. And jump in front of the Patriots, and I I thought it was hilarious, and I couldn't wait to see what they did with it. Um, overall, they got another offensive lineman, I believe. Um, yeah, I also when that trade happened. I also thought it was the Patriots. I, I remember telling Andrew, I said, if they trade up one spot for Mac yeah. Jones, I swear to God. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't. Yeah. They still ended up drafting Mac Jones, but we'll get into that. But um, yeah. Good pick. Zach Wilson, he needed protection. I kind of thought they were going to go with another wide receiver, which they did uh, end up doing later on. But, um, yeah, good pick. And I don't know, We I think we said this earlier, but when we were watching it, we were watching on this, like, weird 
thing where like the pot the commentators were awful, but it oh, glitched gosh. and said they drafted Mac Jones. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, and we were yes! Yes! And I was like, we were so confused because they had Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Yeah. It, it glitched. They didn't actually draft Mac Jones. They switched up the picks. Yeah. But um <laughs> number 15. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. I got this, Carter. I got this. Don't even worry about it. I told Carter right after the Justin Fields pick that the New England Patriots. No, bro, you told me way before that. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, said, yeah, no, you get a Mac Jones. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> Fields. we'll trade up or something. I, I told him. I'm, I was like, you're getting Mac Jones. I mean, the, the Patriots are a pretty good team overall. Um, a little inconsistent overall, but they did decently well, especially losing Tom Brady and a bunch of other. Yeah, I considering see, we did all right. Yeah, considering all that, you guys did all right. And what did they need most? Not a quarterback. And in my opinion, a wide receiver. <laughs> we have we have Nikhil Harry, bro. I, I just I just want like, I want to point out I want to point out that receivers are useless without a quarterback. Um, unless you do. I just want to point out quarterbacks are useless without a receiver. But then again, our current quarterback wasn't much of a quarterback. He's more of a running back. Anyways. Let me just say He's more of an old Derrick Henry. Let me just say Mac Jones isn't a bad quarterback. I just think no, he's, he's a bad quarterback. Yeah. Now I know that's very conflicting. I just I don't know, bro. I feel like he's been coddled by Alabama and their five star offensive line and you know their five their amazing receivers. I just I don't know, bro. I just I have just I have a bad. Usually people say I always listen to your gut, and I I tend to do that. And my gut says it's gonna be awful. <laughs> There's hope, yeah. but I don't know, man. I don't I don't think the Patriots made a smart move here, and I I think that Bill Belichick expects Mac Jones to be the next Tom Brady. And while they have the similar body shape and similar <laughs> forty yard dash time, I really don't think that. Mac Jones is going to be that good. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't know what people see in him. He went to Alabama, yes, but he was surrounded by good people. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Amazing. And he was coddled. Not yeah. Mac Jones is just not it, in my opinion. And Alabama fans will hate that. Every Bama fan thinks Mac Jones is a god. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think the Patriots made a wise decision here. Um, but you know, I would have rather had Cal Trask. I'm going to be real. I would have rather drafted Cal Trask later in the draft. Hmm. Yeah, that's like I just – I don't I, – I think it, it, Mac Jones can be good. I I don't – I don't – I just – I don't know, though, bro. There's just a feeling I have, and it's just going to be bad. It's just Mac Jones, bro. I don't want Mac Jones. Yeah. He's Mac Jones. <laughs> oh, there's just the fucking fields. <laughs> but no. Why can't we just trade Gilmore, bro? He's getting old anyways. Trade Gilmore, get Mac Jones, give up pick 15. That's what the f- Bears did, and look who they got. Justin Fields! Look who we got. Mac Jones! Ah! <laughs> He's so mad. Number 16, the Cardinals. Watch. <laughs> the Cardinals, Xavier Collins. To, uh, linebacker Tulsa. I really like this pick because we shared the last name, so he's going to be cracked. All you need to know, he's going to be a god. Yeah, okay. I think it was a solid pickup. I, I think that Arizona didn't need offense, potentially offensive linemen, but I don't think so. <clears throat> I think defense really needs to be worked on, so I think that it was a solid pick. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. Better than that. Yeah. So I, I, I like the pick because the the Cardinals have a Good, not great, but a good offense. And then they had a decent defense this year. Um, I had them in fantasy, and I, you know, watched the games because I wanted to know how they were doing. And they did, they did decent. They, I wouldn't say they did great. I didn't, wouldn't say they did good, but they did decent. The addition of JJ Watt uh, over three agency was also a great pickup for him. Um, good, he is getting old and isn't as great as he used to be. But he's still good. And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, it, this pick just really helps out their defense. And um, defense wins championships. Yeah. So there's there's not much you can say against that. I think the 
Arizona Cardinals are a white or just kind of in the run for maybe a NFC champion playoff berth. I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I say did they're. I think they're they're they they definitely picked the right guy. I think I think this is a very good pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think I don't think they're top. I don't think they're top in the NFC. I think they're top three. Yeah, but yeah, no, that's respectable. Oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred percent. All right, that's it for Cole. Thank you so much for coming on, man, and sharing yeah, your thanks. opinions with with us. Shut it was up, really brother. great, <laughs> bro. Just leave. Literally, just leave. <laughs> you bailed. All right, I want all of you to know this man bailed bailed with us last time. Like, he, he bailed. and Like, dude. How'd your first-round draft go? How'd your first-round draft go? We have five corners. We have Mac Jones. So, suck it. Get out of here. We at least have a good player. We at least oh, drafted a good player. No. We may not use him, but we at least drafted a good player. Bro, if y'all don't use him, I swear to God, he's good. I don't know. But in all seriousness, thank you, man, for coming yeah, on. thanks, Cole. And Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, Andrew. You have a great day. Carter, (laughs) YouTube. (laughs) All right, so our third guest on this episode is Mr. Sam Corson, a.k.a. the I'm Your Daddy Guy from a couple episodes back, which was an absolute Mm -hmm. jewel of a moment. Uh, But we're happy to have him back, Sam. Welcome. Welcome back on. He's going to be doing 17 through 24 with us. And we chose him on this because he is a Steelers fan like me. So, obviously, we had to have him cover the Steelers pick. Uh, but before we, get here, we got across the others. So, let's just hop straight into it. At pick number 17, Alex Leatherwood, an offensive lineman from Alabama, got drafted to the Las Vegas Raiders. So, thoughts, Carter? I mean, I personally think he's he should have gone in the second round. I don't think he's a first-round talent. Me neither. But um, he, they, he felt the need. So, yeah, good job, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah I, they got it. They got an O lineman. They needed one, so yeah. Well, they needed pick. <laughs> offensive lineman because they traded all of theirs away, especially. Yeah, they don't have an offensive line now. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yes, it was a need, and I was watching ESPN, and the, the, they had this Raiders fan on. He was going on a rant of how you know it's not the best pick they could have gotten, and I think it. I mean, I think it was personally because you know you got I rid just, of literally their entire offensive line, so. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Sam, thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was probably the biggest reach of the first round, to be honest. Yeah. He's a good player, but he's not first round, like, caliber. Yeah. I mean, Christian Derrissaw, who went after him, is way better. There's guys who went in the second round who are way better. But it seems like that was the guy the Raiders wanted, and that's who they got, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, with offensive linemen, it's tough to, to you know, see into their future because, you know, it, it's hard because they're not skilled p- player positions. But, um, you know, if, you know, if Las Vegas went for him, seeing something in him, you know, good for them. And it's like Carter said, they got, they got the slot field. So, yeah. All right. Moving on. The Dolphins, their second pick of the first round. They got Jalene Phillips, Jalene Phillips, uh, edge rusher from Miami. Yeah. I think he's very good. We saw another Miami talent, or we will see another Miami talent uh, uh, go later on. Mm-hmm. I think if he can stay healthy because he's kind of had some injury issues in the past, I think he's going to be really good. I think Miami had a really good defensive like uh, set go to the draft or whatever. They had they had some really strong picks go, yeah, which sucks for them because losing them. But I think the teams who picked them, I think they're going to be happy with their performance because I think these guys, these guys are legit. Yeah, they're really good, especially this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a really good pick. Uh, he fits their scheme. Um, and it's a position of need. They filled it with a yep. really, really good player. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and especially, yeah, it's simple, you know? Yeah, well, not only that, it's like Miami had two really, really good edge rushers. You knew they were going to get drafted. Like, they were – Yeah. Hurt. It's crazy how they – Honestly, really good ed- edge rushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so moving on to pick number 19, the Washington football team selected Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky. This guy, okay, I'm telling you, dude, this pers- this guy is so underrated, along with another pick, the next pick that I'm, we're going to cover. But this dude is so underrated. He's so good. Yeah. question is, and I'll start with Sam's opinion here, was a linebacker what Washington needed? You see – I I don't I mean I don't know that much about the Washington football team. 
I know they, they I think they have a, I know they have a good good offense, so I don't think that was their need. I don't I, I don't really know about their defense. I'm gonna be completely honest, but I mean I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they needed it. I'm I'm and if they didn't, I think they went with that with what they thought was the best available. And I think he's very talented. Like Andrew said, I think he's under the radar. I haven't really heard about him. I've heard about him a little bit, but I haven't really heard about him much. But I mean, hey, he's he's a beast, low key. So good pick, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know much about Washington's defense. I don't know their needs. Probably an edge rusher because every team needs an edge rusher. But yeah, good pick. Yeah. Sam, what are your opinions? Yeah, I am kind of a football team fan because mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of where I'm from. So that is one of the teams I root for, and I have been following them, and it's a Kind of a perfect fit for them, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, they mm-hmm. did need a linebacker. Their defense is honestly probably one of the best. They definitely, I'd say, top five, front seven in the NFL. Their I mean, defense they got is Chase really Young. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Not then that just really solidified their front seven. They just really needed one more linebacker. Mm-hmm. And they got him. And they got a really good player. He, like, he was kind of unknown, and then he rode like Rose on a bunch of people's draft boards at his pro day because he had a really good pro day. Yeah. And, yeah, a really good player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweet, yeah. So the next pick is the Giants, and they got – I don't know how to say his name. Kadarius Kader- Tony. Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from Florida. Okay. Thoughts? So I don't know if you guys have seen this clip, but this is the guy who caught like a, um, a, uh, a, a bubble screen. And he turned up field and he broke like three tackles with one spin move and like continued to weave out, uh, weave and dodge throughout <laughs> the to score. This guy is so underrated. This guy is so good. He's literally a human joystick. He's so good. The, but what people are having trouble about on this pick is that New York didn't need another receiver. New York needed defense. They need to work on their defense if their offense was already so stacked. But personally, I love this player. I think with this addition, New York's offense just got a whole new dynamic, bro. That they're going to be so good anyways this season. And I think that with this guy, especially if you put him at the slot receiver position, he's going to go nuts. He's going to go crazy. And so I think I personally love the pick. I thought it was a great addition, but a lot of people don't like it because they feel like it wasn't the Giants' best need, which I could see. But, you know. I think it's a good pick. I mean, it just it strengthens them even more. Personally, I think they may need a quarterback more than another wide receiver. I mean, they have Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, you know, multiple, like, good guys. But it's a good pick. It's a solid pick, I'd say. Yeah. You know, not too bold. It's it's a good pick. I think it's a talented player. Yeah, that's yeah. good pick. 100%. So, Sam, I do want your opinions on this because there are really two sides to this pick. So do you think it was a really good pick or a really bad pick? I do think it was a really good pick. Uh, yeah, they needed another guy from the slot, and he's a perfect fit for the slot. He's just a perfect slot player. Yeah, he can he can do anything. He can you can line him up at running back sometimes if you want to. You can put him all over the mm-hmm. field. Um, yeah, really solid pick. Some people say they didn't need another wide receiver, but they kind of did need a wide receiver three or four. So I like the pick honestly. Yeah. 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 All right, so moving on at pick number 21, Quiddy Pay, a defensive end from Michigan, got drafted to the Colts. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I really don't know about this pick. And here's the reason why it's like, I feel like, I feel like that, you know, it, it's questionable with the offense because, you know, Carson Wentz is coming in now. And it's not that I feel like they should have taken a quarterback, it's just like it, it should have been in their mindset. And I think with a defensive end, like the Colts' defense is really good. Yes, this is a great addition, but I don't know if it was the best possible pick they could have gotten. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I agree, for sure. But I I I just I don't know about this guy. Like I really I don't know. Like I don't know, bro. I don't know anything about him. Kitty Payne, I'm sure he's good. I think he. From what I'm reading here, it says he has a lot of raw talent, but he didn't produce to that level. He said it will show better as he learns the tricks of trade better, but he feels a need, which I do agree he feels a need. Um, but, yeah, I think he feels a need, I guess. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't really know who he is. I did not follow this guy, but he feels a need. 
Yeah, um, this guy out of the edge rushers, I'd say he's probably the most talented guy there. Out of just raw talent, I really, really like this guy, honestly. Um, and he's perfect fit for the defense. They need another edge rusher. They got him. And and with some their coaching staff, they can hopefully they can develop him really well and he can fit really well. And I can see him being like a perennial pro bowler, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I can so, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be a boomer or bust. Like the next pick, Caleb Farley. Quarterback. Virginia. I have some thoughts about this one. I don't like this pick. <laughs> Me neither. I, I know they awful. they need secondary. No, they don't. That's what they don't need. This is what the Titans don't need. The Titans did not need a corner. Bro, yes, they had one of the worst defensive, like, ever. Pass, they had the worst. Rush. pass rush is their problem, not secondary. secondary I still think they need They secondary. cut their entire secondary. secondary. Yeah, they need secondary help. Well, no, so, partially, partially why their secondary was so bad last year was due to injuries. It's their pass rush that's the major problem. You need to fill the pass rush, linebackers, whatever. They even released Jadavion Clowney. And so – Because he was trash. I don't yeah, Jadavion Clowney's not good. I just yeah, – one good year. Corner. Like of all – I can see what you're saying, and I don't think that Kayla Farley was the guy, but I do think they did need a corner. I just think he's – I think he's either going to be really, really, really good or really, really, really bad. Yeah. No other way because he has major injury concerns. I just – I don't know, though, dude. I think they need a corner. They do need, uh, edge, uh, like, D-line, you know, linebacker. I like that. Like Andrew said, should they have taken one of them? Probably. But they took a corner instead, which they do need, and I think it's either going to be great or it's either going to be bad. They're going to love the pick or they're going to hate the pick one way or another. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with Carter. I think he's going to be boom or bust, but I really like the guy. I think he's actually a really good fit. And overall, talent, when he's healthy, he's probably, in my opinion, he's probably the best corner in the draft when he is healthy. Ooh, that's bold. Yeah. There's some There's some good corner. There's good secondary in this draft. Yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on, the Vikings have picked an offensive lineman, Christian Derisaw, at pick number 23 out of Virginia Tech. Two Virginia Tech people in a row, by the way. I just really? – I don't have a lot. I don't have basically anything to say on this, to be honest. I'm saving all my energy for the next pick. I think that this, this – it was solid. I think the Vikings needed an offensive lineman to protect their quarterback. I think it was a solid pick. That's literally all I have to say. I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was amazing. I just it was a good pick. I mean, yeah, I feel like if I was a Vikings fan, I would be per- I'd be disappointed by this pick because I would want someone like, you know, like a like a yeah, like exciting. But I'm like kind of always disappointed by all linemen. Like, yeah. I don't want to, you know, you know what I mean? Like, bro, it's an O-lineman. Like, they're very important. I feel like the offensive line is probably the most important position on the football field. But, bro, it's kind of boring in the first round. But uh, he's a great player. I think yeah. he's a great player. I think he has a really high ceiling. So, that's great. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so wait, now. Wait, well, hold on. What did Sam say? All he said was, yeah. I. Well, <laughs> um, this hey, guy's a really good player. I like yeah. him a lot. This this offensive line class was probably the deepest class I've seen in a long yeah, time. Yeah, dude, there's like, actually honestly, a lot of really good offensive linemen. Like, this guy could be a top three offensive lineman in, like, any other draft class uh-huh. considered. This I guy's really good. Probably. Yep. All right. All right. Hold on, Andrew. Have, yeah. My favorite – wait, what were Andrew. we saying? Sorry, Why don't no, you let no, me introduce the Steelers pick since you're all okay. both Steelers fans? Okay. Okay, so the most anticipated pick, arguably, of the night. Well, I don't know if it rivals Mac Jones. Okay, I don't know if it – anyways, I don't know if it rivals Mac Jones necessarily. But the Steelers, they've picked Najee Harris running back from Alabama. This is amazing. Know- We've been saved. woo <laughs> okay. okay, I think we know Andrew's feelings on the picks. So let's move to say My turn to talk. <laughs> This was amazing, bro. And I was actually talking to Sam uh, after after this this pick was this happened. This was literally 
our dream pick. This is exactly who we wanted, who we needed. Najee Harris is the perfect running back in this draft to fit our needs. We needed a running back. We also need offensive line, but we actually picked up two offensive linemen in the second and third round. That's very good. And then I just, <coughs> this is just perfect. It's so good. And he's one of the best picks that I have personally watched as a Steelers fan, probably since Shazier. You can make an argument, argument for TJ Watt, but as significant as a player, I'm comparing him to Ryan Shazier being drafted. I think this is one of the best picks in the draft. That's my I mean, final. That's my final opinion. Yeah, they needed a running back and they filled the hole. So yeah, yeah good pick. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I'm not I'm not as excited about it as they are, but it's a good pick. It's a solid pick. Right. And they feel the need and they got a great player. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. bottom line. When I watched this guy play to Alabama, all I could think was Steeler. 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 He fits the Steeler DNA. He is exactly. perfectly built to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Facts. I love the pick. Perfect fit. People will be saying, nah, we need an offensive lineman. No, this offensive line class, like I've said, is insanely deep. Yeah. We got two, in my opinion, outstanding offensive line picks Yeah. in like either the second, third, or fourth rounds. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this guy, Najee Harris, you saw what he did at Alabama. He's incredible, national bro. Championship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, in my opinion, just as athletic as Saquon Barkley and is probably wow. better in receiving. Hmm. Yeah, uh, he can catch passes for sure. I just, I just, I, I, I agree with everything that Sam says. I, it's just, it is possibly the best pick that it is. No, 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 no. It is the best pick <laughs> we could have gotten in this draft as a whole period. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> because of I mean, time. Yeah. But he, I, I mean, I was over the moon excited, bro. It was, ah, uh, it is a good time to be a Steeler at the current moment. You but know what it's not a good time to be? A Patriots fan. <laughs> well, actually, some Patriots fans really like Mac Jones. And not some better. really hate him. It is like 50-50. You either love Mac Jones or you hate Mac Jones. I personally hate Mac Jones. But anyways, we're, we're focused on the Steelers right now, so let's keep yes. it like that. But yeah, I think that this is the best pick we could have gotten. Yeah, it's a great pick. He fits a, he, he fills a hole. James Conner, why he's a good back is I don't think he... Well, he got traded. He's no longer with he us. He did? Who yeah. did he trade? Yeah, he's in the Cardinals now. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I picked him that. up. Yeah, so they don't even have James Conner anymore. And he fills a need. He's a great, he's a great talent, great player. Arguably the best running back in the in the draft. I think Travis Yatine was a little bit better, but um, you know, yeah. good pick, good pick. That's debatable, but but you know what? It's it's a respectable opinion. <laughs> I just think Yatine's a little bit well rounded. Like he's more well rounded. He's amazing. I will call him Yatine until the day I die. I know it's Etn, and I do not care. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much, Sam, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. And this is, yeah. this is Sam's last pick. Uh, so, Sam, we will talk to you later. But, yeah, man, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, See thanks you. for having me. It was great. Yeah, of course. All See right. You. See ya. All right. So our fourth and final guest has arrived. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Jack Gibby, back to the podcast. Welcome. He was here in our OG days. He did the – um. What was it? Reacting to NFL playoffs, playoff prediction. Yeah, yeah. one of that our bigger was... videos with him. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, he's joined us again this time for reacting to the NFL draft. So let's just hop into it. Pick number twenty-five. The Jaguars took Travis Etienne, running back from Clemson. Oh please, Etienne. it's pronounced Etienne, bro. You I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've pronounced it Etienne like the entire time. It's freaking like guillotine or something like that. Like Travis Guillotine. Bro, but um, this – so – because this had happened right after the Steelers pick, right? And so we had obviously picked Najee Harris, so I was super excited. And I was talking with this Clemson fan that I know. Uh, he was the first guest on this episode, as you may or may not know. And it was it was just so surprising because the Jags have James Robinson. Exactly what I was thinking. Travis Etienne. The only logical reason you would take Travis Etienne is because he was on the same team as Trevor Lawrence, who – was picked up by the Jags. <coughs> so my initial thoughts are what it wasn't the smartest. I, he's a really good player, but like 
they don't need him. I think he's the best running back in this draft class, in my opinion. I think he's the most well-rounded, I should say. I know Najee Harris is really good, but I think um, – No, I think Najee's way better, too. I just think – or, I mean, Travis Etienne is way better. I just think Najee was picked by the Steelers because he better fits their scheme, like we said. Yeah, and because Etienne wasn't there. <laughs> but um, I, I think – I don't know what they're going to do about James Robinson because he led – he was, like, second in rushing yards this season or something like that. So – I don't yeah. understand exactly why they took, uh, you know, Travis. Etienne. Uh, yeah, Etienne. Etienne, not Etienne. Travis Etienne. It's French. But, it's... yeah, it doesn't really make any sense, honestly. Like, James Robinson's really good. So, you look at how bad the Jags were last year. Like, it's not because they're running back position. Like, yeah. you know, they yeah. their second pick, and they chose to not go with a player like an O-lineman or something that could actually help them, you know? <laughs> or, like, a position that they needed. Yeah, yeah exactly. they don't. They do not need a running back, like a good running back. And he's a good running back, but they just didn't need him. But in their defense, he is kind of a different style than James Robinson. Like Robinson gets like the hard yards. You know, he's going to be in there a lot more. But Etienne's kind of explosive and really fast, and he's a lot better in the passing game. So yeah, they're going to have a really good duo of running backs now. Like Cleveland, you know, they've got a big good duo that kind of mm-hmm. has things that complement each other, like traits that are really good. So it'll be it'll be interesting, but I just – I don't know how, like, their defense and their O-line is going to be now that they've got, like, really good running backs and quarterback. We'll see how they do this year. It's going to be interesting. Exactly. Yeah, true. I think Jack has a really good point that, you know, they, they have the potential to use these two running backs as the exact same dual threat system that the Browns have. Um, mm-hmm. Travis Etienne is definitely the receiving back out of the two. Um, and Jack was completely right. He's more explosive. Um, but yes, James Robinson is more experienced with this team. I think he can teach uh, ETN. Um, I think, I, and by no means do I think ETN is a bad pick. I just mm-hmm. think it's a questionable pickup from a team that didn't really need a running back position. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely risky. But another thing to think about is like, maybe it makes Trevor Lawrence feel more comfortable, you know, to have his old teammate with him and he's not just, like, by himself there. That's why I think they did it. Something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I agree, because, right. you know, the chemistry is there. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on the Browns. They took Greg Newsome the second, a quarter, corner out of Northwestern. I kind of like this pick because the Browns, they have – I know they have the one dude who's pretty good in the secondary, but that's really all they have. Denzel. And so I think to get a first round corner is I think it's a good pick for them. I like it. I think I think that um, I definitely agree. I, they definitely needed to go defense because their offense does not need help at all. Um, not really. No. I th- I think defense was definitely the move for the first round. Uh, Craig Newsom is an amazing. He's really really good. Um, he's very underrated as well. And I think that you know put it, put in this Brown secondary, I think that he could really make this defense a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the pick. I like. I don't know. I feel, I just have a feeling getting corners in the first round, like I'm a Packers fan. And I remember it was either last year or a couple years ago, they got like Jire Alexander in the first round. He's really good now. He's a great corner. They got another guy too. And they're two starters. I just feel like corners do well out of the, like right out of the draft. Other positions are kind of more risky, like especially quarterback, you know, but corners in the first round are a good idea. And they, you're right, Andrew, they didn't really need anything on their offense. They've got Cream Hunt and Chubb, and they've got a great quarterback and great wide receivers like Papal Jones and that kind of thing. So I think, I think this was a good pick overall. It's really what they needed. So yeah, it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good overall pick. It's, it's a strength that they definitely yeah. buffed up their secondary. But now moving on again, the Ravens. They they finally got a receiver. They finally got help from Lamar Jackson, Rayshard Bateman, the wide receiver from Minnesota. Now, I know they got a receiver, but I don't think it's enough because they they really should have gotten someone like Corey Davis big in the free agency because a rookie wide receiver, while he may, he may have an insane season like Jerry Judy did or CeeDee Lamb, you know, really good standout receiver. I don't know. I, I like the pick, but I feel like they need more than just one receiver. I think, well, it, it, it kind of depends on your perspective because Baltimore, while you have Lamar Jackson, you cannot – solely focus on Lamar Jackson and Mm -hmm. so I think getting him a good weapon this guy this receiver is a stud he is so good you actually get him a a weapon 
he can actually succeed. And I think that he can teach the receiver under his wing and not picking up a receiver from the free agency where they're used to different schemes. I think that Lamar could teach him under their teams and offensive schemes play style. So I think that's a positive, but I definitely agree with you on the negative is that, you know, Corey Davis is a big name receiver. Um, and yes, he went to the Jets and the Jets are literally so stacked right now. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that it wasn't a horrible pick. Like if I had to give it a grade, it'd be a solid like six or seven out of 10. Um, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm not sure. I think they maybe could have done a little better, but you're right. It's like, it's not terrible. They definitely, they needed more options for Lamar Jackson, you know? Mm-hmm. They needed more like powerful, like fast wide receivers to give him because they obviously struggled with that this year so much, you know, like Marquise Brown, you know, I think I think he's their top receiver right now and yeah. he's good, but they needed more options than that, you know? Yeah, he's not a number one. Facts. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not up there with anybody like Devontae Adams or anything. They yeah. needed, and they at least needed, if, if they're not going to get a superstar like Devontae Adams that can go up and catch anything, they need more fast guys back there to just be options, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. The Saints, one of Andrew's favorite teams. They got Peyton Turner and Ed Rusher out of Houston. I think this is a good pick. I don't I don't think it's the best pick, though. I yeah. think I do not think he's he's the best edge rusher that they could have gotten. I think there are better options out there. I don't think, well, I don't even think that he was the best. It's not that he wasn't the best. I just think that, honestly, you have, you know, you have Cameron Jordan, and the real question is raised is, like, what do the Saints need? Um, I really thought the Saints were going to go for Elijah Moore. And as I they're going to go for a tight end. To help back up, um, uh, what's his face? Michael Thomas. Oh, never mind, my bad. <laughs> I was like, i I really think that they were they were going to go with another receiver. Like Elijah Moore was in my mock draft for the Saints, um, and so I really I was surprised with the defensive pick. But it's surpri- being surprised and being and, and it being a bad pick are two different things. I don't think yeah. it was a pick by any stretch. It was just surprising to me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know they had they had a pretty good like defensive line and like edge rushers. Last year, like, I don't think defense was really, I don't know. See, they were, the Saints were a really good all-around team the whole season, you know. They had some struggles, obviously, but they they had strong players. So, I'm honestly not sure what exactly they, they needed. Maybe an edge rusher is something that can really bring it together. And then it brings the question up if he was the best option. Because if you look at the next few picks, like three of the next four picks after this were edge rushers. So, but, you know, they do so much research on this stuff. Like, they obviously had a reason that they picked him mm-hmm. and over, like, the other edge rushers that came next. And I'm not sure what that is, but it's going to be interesting to, like, compare in this draft, like, if they could have gotten a better one. Yeah. So it'll... Yeah. All right. The next team is Jack's team, the Packers. And they went with Eric Stokes, a cornerback out of Georgia. Woo-hoo! So, yeah, Andrew's a Georgia fan. So what do you think about this? Dude, okay, I, I'm just going to say Eric Stokes is amazing. Um, he's so good. I will say, though, I, I don't know how Jack or any Packers fans feel about this, but the Packers need offense, and especially with this drama that Aaron Rodgers does not want to return. And you know you have Jordan Love at, at backup. I don't think this was the best pick as a player for, for Green Bay, while Eric Stokes is an amazing player and he's going to be a standout rookie, and along with Jair Alexander in the secondary, it's going to be deadly because, you know, Green Bay's defense is not the best, right? No. Green Bay, you think of their offense. And so I think combined with their offense, it'd be good, but I am interested to see if this was a performance pick for, obviously, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is most likely going to leave or retire. For sure. So I really think like, okay, this was basically at that point in the draft, it was probably the best pick that they could make, but I'm still left thinking like, could they have gotten a wide receiver? You know, yes. there's not really really many good wide receivers left in the draft. Elijah Moore. Because I guess they had some options, but nobody like outstanding, you know, so I don't know whether they're just resigned to losing Aaron Rodgers at this point. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're like, he's leaving no matter what. Because there were news stories that he's like, 
like he's 100% committed to leaving, you know, he's told them he wants to leave. So mm. they're obviously not making a play to like really get him to stay because they're not getting a really good wide receiver. So it's yeah, they're be- not making him happy. Yeah, I don't know what's what's I, I honestly don't this- know. What's, it was a good pick. It was a good pick. But you just you never know what's going on on the inside. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether or not they'll have I will say this if if Aaron Rodgers is not like their quarterback next year as it's looking I doubt they go to the playoffs like Jordan Love is not a playoff caliber quarterback I just I'm just disappointed because I love the Packers I love Green Bay and I love Aaron Rodgers and together (laughs) just amazing but uh, I would just wish they could have you know made him happy you know what you know what I find funny is that Aaron Rodgers announced that he did not want to return before the draft started. It wasn't much. It wasn't it's long like before. He knew they were going to make a bad pick. No, not even that. And then they still picked a corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to keep your guy, don't like they said they're pick committed somebody to somebody that like, you need today. Like, yeah. don't pick a freaking corner, pick a yeah. receiver, someone that will make him happy. It was it was a good pick overall. I mean, it's what it's what's going to help their team the most. You know, they didn't necessarily need a wide receiver. They have good wide receivers, especially like you see Valdez Scantling. He's young, and you can tell he's young when he plays. But yeah, and Lazard and gets older. And Lazard, yeah, those two are two young guys that they've gotten recently, and they're just getting better. And so I'm not sure because those are good wide receivers, and obviously Devonte Adams is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100 percent sure what Aaron Rodgers wants. But it's the best pick for their team, you know? It's at that point in the draft, I think a corner is what they need. And I told you earlier, like, they got Jairo Alexander. He was a corner. Now he's one of the best corners in the league, you know? And this guy that they just got, he runs like a 429, 40-yard dash, which is really good. He's got great ball skills. And, like, he's a good, good player. He's, like I said, they're the, he's probably the best option they had left in the draft. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But mm-hmm. definitely interesting. Yeah. All right, yeah, next up is the Bills. They went with Gregory Rousseau, edge rusher out of Miami. I really like this pick. Dude, Gregory dude. Rousseau is huge. He's so good. He's, he's so he's talented. He's for Miami. He's insane. He's, he's the cracked one. Yeah. And they have – man, I mean, have, like, two really good defense players, him and a running back who I think I picked earlier. But yeah. he is – he's so talented. He didn't, he didn't play last year uh, – this year, I mean, because of COVID, which I think hurt his stock. As a yeah. as a draftee, but he, I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, I don't even have a lot to say on this pick because the Bills need defense. It's a fact, yeah. and this was probably the most perfect pick they could have gotten at this mm-hmm. point in the draft. So late, I so yeah. My really only thoughts are what a good pick, and yeah, I really want to see him do well. And dude, imagine he keeps the jersey number fifteen too, bro. I, he, yeah, I'm so happy they changed that rule. I think it's gonna be sick. Yeah. Uh. I think it's a good pick, too. Yeah, they definitely – so when you say they needed defense, it's kind of true, but it's more like they just didn't need offense. You know, their offense was so explosive this year. So um, a defensive player was definitely what they had to pick. And this guy is huge. I, he's, I looked him up. He's like 6'7", 265 pounds. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. And he did really well in Miami. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. It's definitely a great pick by them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, so moving on to – Pick number 31, the Baltimore Ravens, again, picked Jason Awe. I, I don't know how you pronounce this dude's last name. Away. Away. Um, and he is Awe. a deep edge rusher as well from Penn State. Um, so thoughts? Yeah. I don't think he's as good as um, Rousseau. I, yeah. think, I think he definitely feels a need. They lost Matthew Judon to the Patriots. Let's go. So I think it's a good pick. I think it's a solid pick. It makes sense. Yeah, it's a good pick by them. So many edge rushers, honestly, like at the end of that draft there. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I don't really have much to say. He he was a great player in college, so we'll see how he does at the Ravens. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. And for the Next last time. the last pick of this video at, at pick number 32. I wonder what his position Go- was. What? I wonder what his position, what this guy's position is. Uh, yeah, man, I, you I, know what's I, funny? <laughs> so we did a video um, recapping free agency and what every team needs. Guess what every team needed the most? An edge, edge rusher. rusher. <laughs> Guess what position got taken the most? An edge, edge rusher. rusher. <laughs> so, 
We can see a correlation, but yeah, that kind of gives it away. Yeah, the Bucks pick an edge rusher. Um, hold on, let me close my window. It's a my linebacker, but he it's a linebacker, but he use he is an edge rusher linebacker. But Joe Tyron from Washington, he's inspirational. He's so good. I think that you know <laughs> Tampa Bay doesn't even need to improve. So I think that you know you take this pick and you just it's more of somebody to mentor for the future. And so I really think that it was a solid pick by them. So you know. I don't have much don't to think, say about Tampa Bay, but yeah. I don't think he's a mentor. I think he's going to be an instant starter. I don't know. I think he's going to be an instant starter. Interesting. Maybe. He'll definitely, like, train under. They've got – oh, their defensive line, they were crazy. I, I hated that because, like, when they played the Packers and stuff, and throughout the whole season, the Bucks' defensive line was, oh, amazing. So, he'll <laughs> – like, I don't know if he will be an instant starter, but he'll definitely train under those guys who are there now, like Ndamukong and Sue, you know. And uh, there are other great defensive, like, linemen and ends. So, mm-hmm. and by the way, I hate Ndongan too. That guy just annoys me so much. <laughs> I was watching a game when he was, he was at the Lions, and they were playing against the Packers, and it was like a close game. And he, I don't know if you guys knew about this. Oh, yeah, he kicked the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I've seen him do stuff like that all the time. I just do not like Ndongan too. Yeah, kind of dirty, but I think he's gotten better. I don't know. I just don't like that guy. <laughs> well, that's some Packers hate coming out in Jack. But yeah, yeah guys, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for this yeah, very long but interesting episode. Thanks so again to all of our guests, including Jack here, for 